All right, hello. Welcome to another episode of Lucid in Translation. This is Lucy. This is Kim. And this is Flora. I'm so happy to be here today. Yes, we are back for a part two. Mm -hmm. We are doing a part two of the philosophical questions because we kind of realized when we were doing the first one that we just had a lot to say and we definitely could not condense our thoughts into just one episode. Because I think um, last time we only got through like what, like three questions or something. Um, And that ended up being almost like an hour long. So yeah, I feel like at this point we should just jump into it because we have a ton to talk about. I'm sure. (laughs) Yes. A lot to dive into. All right. So, All right, do you guys want to pick the first question? Okay, I had started the questions last time. So, Flora, do you want to, since you are our guest, would you like <laughs> to do the honors of picking yeah, our first question? Yeah, sure. I'm going to go with, will religion ever become obsolete? Will religion ever become obsolete? My quick answer is no. But I'm going to have to think about how I exactly want to respond. I say no because I feel like people will always find something to believe in. You know, like some sort of faith, right? And I don't think it could ever go away because I feel like as as humans, we want to find comfort in some other source that's out there. So I feel like religion will never become obsolete it might like transform right like new age spirituality is becoming like a bigger thing now but even then i still feel like that sort of falls under the realm of religion um i definitely agree with you i feel like along the lines of what you were saying humans like to be boxed into things boxed into categories because it makes them feel like they belong um and i feel like every year people are just coming up with new beliefs um like that thing i sent you a couple weeks ago about like the stars children or whatever star seeds um the star seed children yes and you had already known about it and apparently it's this i don't know how new it is but they're kind of um it's it feels like it's like zodiac signs to me that's that's kind of how i saw it um i mean i love reading about my zodiac sign and i love astrology and it was actually really interesting um reading about this too but um but i feel like there's just this trend of people grouping themselves um and it kind of makes them feel special in a sense too i'm not against it but yeah that's probably my reasoning for why i don't think religion will be obsolete What about you, Flora? I think it's, like, such a weird question because it's, like, so depend. I would would go with no in our current, for for our current world, but it's just, like, such a weird thing because how do you even define religion? Like, because, like, people, when you look at cults, right, we don't think of that as a religion, but to the people in the cult, that is a religion. Mm -hmm. And, like, especially coming from a country like China, like, with my my parents having the experience they had, like, I feel like, like, a lot of, like, totalitarian regimes, they sort of, like, in a way, they try to replace religion with, like, the politics. If you ever look at, like, posters of, like, I mean, even, like, North Korean posters or um, Russian, like, they, they, they take these figures and they put them in, like, this godlike kind of, like, 
you know, like, uh, like the sun's rays coming out of them, and then, like, uh, below them is all the people of the revolution, that kind of thing. And I feel like, in a way, like, they try to, like, replace religion with the state. And I think, yeah, like, in some ways, I, I do think people do need something to believe in. But it's like, how do you define religion? How do you separate, okay, like, this is a religion, and then this is a cult, or this is something else? Yeah, how exactly is religion defined? Is it not just, like, a belief system, in a way? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I was always the type of person that was, I was like, well, if the person is happy and believing what they believe in, like, I'm not going to stop them. But then when you bring up cults sometimes people don't realize they're in a cult because that's just something that they're used to. And so you question yourself, like, when do I actually step in? Do I interfere? Yes. I mean, even like, even actual religions, when it goes into extremism, where, you know, it's actually hurting people in the community, um, like their children, you know, like the way that they make them mentally think and any religion that's like extreme form. Mm-hmm. Like, pers- it's like, when does it become, like, immoral or... Yeah. I think when people are being misled or taken advantage of, when people prey on people's vulnerabilities, because I think at that point, that's when a lot of people are drawn to joining these cults and, like, getting into religion because they are in such a low place. By the same time, it's like, there's nothing that any individual could really do about that even though it is super messed up. Yeah. And it's like there's there's so many different directions where religion comes from, you know, and like there's like the more positive aspects um, where it is more about the spirituality and like, you know, like f- like finding a set of values to live your life by. A community. Yeah, community. That's like one of the biggest things. Um, I believe like most, yeah, I think most people join like join into a religion if they haven't been born into one like initially because of the community it can be a very positive thing yeah all right so lucy (laughs) want to pick want to pick the next question yeah all right let's see would you want to know if you're going to die beforehand or die suddenly without warning i personally think that i would like to die suddenly without warning because I think for me, it's just like, if I knew I was going to die, I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to be like those people in those movies where they plan out like their bucket list and they just complete everything. I think I'm just the type of person, I'm just going to get really, really sad and just deteriorate like that. And like, yeah, I, I don't know. I 100% agree with that. Huh? I 100% agree with that because I think rather than motivating me to complete some sort of bucket list, I think I would just live in fear and sorrow, you know, and just, like, mourn my death before I can even enjoy anything. Yeah, and then with, you know, dying suddenly, that goes along with my belief that things, um, actually, no, it's not even online. I was gonna say, things happen for a reason, and so when life hits me, I don't question it, so then when death hits me, I'm not gonna question it. So, and yeah, so then if I knew that I was going to die in like a year, I'm going to question. I was like, why did God put me through this? Like, this is horrible. But then when I, if I die like the next couple of minutes, I don't have time to think about that. Um, so for me, I would want to know. Really? Yes. I would want to, well, 
Well, because, you know, the way I live my life, right, I have so many things I want to do. But because I'm planning for my future, I don't do all of those things. Because, you know, some it's like money and like I, I have to build something, more stability for myself, that sort of thing. But if I knew ahead of time, then I wouldn't waste my time doing shit for the future. I would just do all the, all the fucking shit that I wanted to do. So you're, you know, you're, you, you're trying to live more efficiently. Like, yeah, you, so wanna, you think like you'll be able to plan things once you get the heartbreaking news like, oh my gosh, you're going to die in like 10 years or something. Yeah, I, I want to know because then, then I'm going to plan for when I'm 50. You, you don't know? think like you'll live like the end of your days like super anxious? No, I'm not really afraid of death because... Yeah, and the last one I talked about, it's like, I've been there before. I, I There were times. I wasn't alive in 1995, so it's, it's if I die, it'll be like 1995. You know, it'd be really fun to have like a going away party. It's like, oh, I'm going away, but I'm dying. Yeah, it doesn't always <laughs> one have last to shebang. be such a terrible thing. And you, I get to spend my time efficiently because I have the knowledge, you know. Because, I mean, I feel like we all spend a lot of time planning for the future. Doing, doing shit that's not fun because we're planning for a better future. But if I don't have a future, then why am I doing that? That's true. That could, like, potentially change some of your life decisions and answers because then you wouldn't just settle for anything. You'd want to, like, choose what fulfills you and, like, what makes you happy. Yeah. So perhaps that can be a very motivating thing. But I feel like, for the most part, I would mope for, like, a few months, then try to enjoy my life, and then, like, mope again towards the end. <laughs> but would, would it be considered of... um? Are we, like, scared of death if we're choosing to not know? No, I don't... I'm not scared of death, personally, but I feel like I would just rather not know, because I feel like that's none of my business. Like, when it happens, it happens. Like, I don't think it would change much, right? Because I, I live my days by how I'm feeling anyway. And, like, I feel like if you are living authentically, then that wouldn't be as much of an issue, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like it really depends on the person's life. Do you feel like you're living authentically? I think right now, but I, I'm not going to say in a year or two I'm still going to be living this way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, <laughs> yeah, if I had 10 years, I feel like I would do different things. I wouldn't even think about things like grad school or anything like that. Okay, that's true. You know, mm-hmm. like, but that's on my radar now. What if it was... All right, then the next question. What if it was one year? You knew you were going to die in one year. One year. I would, I would still want to know. I would, st- I would still want to know because, you know, then I can just... <laughs> what would you do, do differently if you knew you were going to die in a year? Oh, I would spend all my money. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I would, I would travel. Because, uh-huh. like, it wouldn't be smart if I was gonna continue living and I, I spent all my money traveling but if I only had one year mm-hmm. I have enough money to like travel and do like see all of the things I want to see like yeah I, I, that's what I, that it make a huge difference person for me personally um by the time this podcast gets released I think that you guys will be back from Hawaii I don't know if you guys talked about it last time that you guys planned the trip we might have briefly mentioned it, but if not, so Flora and I are going to Hawaii on the 8th, which is also my birthday. Yay! Yes. So we'll be going to Maui for a whole week, and we have a lot of fun things planned. Um, and we could talk more about it, like, 
when we return but yeah we're super stoked yeah oh yeah, yeah and we're then so excited. plus i'll be headed to boston um and then yeah not too exciting <laughs> it's not hawaii so <laughs> all right next question who's trying to pick flora no kim oh it's my turn. It's turn let me see oh can i add to the last one Oh yeah, go ahead. Cuz like it, in some instances, people actually do get to know or an estimation of when they might die. You know, like people with terminal illnesses. And yeah, I mean, they go through like the whole stages of grief. Mhm. You know, like I think we talked about uh, that in like a beginning podcast, the five stages of grief briefly. Yes, mm. yes. I mean, th- I feel like that's for any sort of grief. And you go through all the stages of grief. And then, yeah, like, some sometimes people end up doing amazing things. Actually, like, my mother, when she was 25, actually the age I am now, which is crazy, she was diagnosed with cancer. And it was actually, like, she didn't discover it until it was, like, way later. And um, the, the she went through chemo and everything, and the doctors were like, oh, no, it, it keeps coming back. It's not going away. You have about six months to live. At that point, she was just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna go travel, and yeah, like, so her and my dad, like, went traveling around China, um, on his motorcycle, (laughs) super romantic, yes, but then, you know, like, she was like, you know what, I don't, I'm not gonna do any more treatments, it's painful, this sucks, I'm young, let me just, like, spend my last days having some fun, and then, so, yeah, they traveled, and, when she came back, she was like, All right, I'm not dead yet, so maybe I should, like, get a checkup. And then, lo and behold, her cancer was gone. That is insane. That's crazy. Okay, 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 so, another question. Yeah. So, what if that happened to you? So, you knew you were going to die in a year, and you spent all your money, and then you did all your traveling, and then after a year, they told you that, that it was false. <laughs> oh, yeah, that you're broke, but, like, oh, I have more years You know what? It would... I would... I feel like I would take it in a more positive light because it's like, all right, I had all those amazing experiences. I mean, I spent my money, but I'm able-bodied now. I I am alive. I can live. Like, I feel like that's not a terrible trade-off. I, it, it's still worth it. S- spend my life saving to save my life. That's pretty great. You know, like, and I just, you know what? I'll just start my savings over. I will. I would just continue living. Good answer. All right, Kim, what's the next question? Yeah. All right, so, all right, so, you know, I'm obsessed with aliens. So, <laughs> if, if humanity was put on trial by an advanced race of aliens, how would you defend humanity and argue for its continued existence? Oh, gosh, I wouldn't be able to fight for it. Actually, I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even see this question on, Google, on the Google Docs. I feel like I just wouldn't defend humanity at all because it's, We're like... corrupt. <laughs> okay, for instance, I... I I saw recently, right, so our recorded history is, like, 2% of the entire existence, right? So that means, like, 98% we don't know. We are irrelevant. So why bother (laughs) defending humanity? Like, for what reason? Also, I feel like if the aliens had a trial for an entire group of... Entire species, basically... And grouping them all together, that in itself is immoral. Because I, I feel like no matter what you do, they would just do what they wanted. Because they're doing something so absurd. Yeah, yeah that's also a good question. Like, why do they have 
rulership over our entire being, right? Well, like, I mean, technically, if, you know, aliens are real and they are what uh, TV portrays them to be, like, they can kill us. They have power. <laughs> Apparently, there are already, like, five known types of alien species that are among us. Yeah, like, I, I believe that aliens exist. But I guess I would only try to defend myself just because, like, I just want to learn about their race. I just want humanity to live so we can be curious and learn. Okay, but if you were on trial, right, mm-hmm. what what type of stance are you taking? Like, what are you saying to back up these claims, right? Like, why are we worth giving, <laughs> giving it a second chance, you know? Like, what, what good have we done, I guess? Like, or I guess just, like, yeah, how would you defend, like... Because, I mean, I feel like humanity has behaved like any other animals have. Like, just self-preservation and, like... I mean, I guess, like, you could say culture and, like, science, but... That's, that's true. Still, that's still in service to our- ourselves. Yeah, we also can't expect other alien races to necessarily be a utopia, right? So I'm sure they have their own issues, but then again, yes. like, maybe they've ascended all of that, and they are actually, like, really chill spiritual beings. I don't know. <laughs> like, maybe they're above all this. The only reason why they would keep us alive is to use us as guinea pigs, to be honest. Like, what use do we have for them except entertainment? Entertainment? We're, like, reality TV for them. Oh, no. They would take us as pets. <laughs> Yeah, the, I, I, that would, would probably be horrific. I would rather die. <laughs> I don't want to be a pet. <laughs> I'd just rather die. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be taken. Cause like, think of what we do to like animals, you know, or like. Th- th- I feel like th- they would just do that to us, and then like when we we're all about to die, they're like, "Oh no, we c- can't have them all die, and maybe a few lucky few will get to live in our own habitat that's protected." But like, I feel like most of us. Well, either die or, like, be a pet or, like, just, I don't even know. Ooh, yeah, they'd, like, either put us in a zoo, experiment on us, keep us as a pet. All of, all of those. Yeah. All of those. <laughs> like, yeah, I would love to visit space, just, just in general, okay? But, like, in this situation, if I had to stand in front of the Intergalactic Council, <laughs> that'd be an honor, actually. It's kind of like, why me of all people? <laughs> I can't wait when that happens, though. When we start colonizing on other planets and intergalactic council. <laughs> I like how you say when as though we'll be here when that happens. I, I one can hope. <laughs> I reincarnate. I'm just, yeah, I'm just so nosy. I want to know. I mean, if you think about, like, how much has changed since, like, say, like, our grandparents' generation. Like, say they were born in and. 1940 you know think of how different the world is from like 1940 till now like Mm. somebody has lived that much of a difference through humanity so i feel like the world is going to be like insanely different yeah i think i think we're leading up to you guys have seen xenon right yeah where like people are still living on earth but then there are a set amount of people who are living in space i think that will be the next step Okay, yeah. I could see that. Not in our life. Right before our demise. (laughs) That's so exciting. 
Maybe when we're 90. Sending your grandkid, grandkid, maybe at that point, great-grandkid, who knows? Like, because the thing about, my grandfather was born in 1932. Oh, dang. Who in 1932 could think of the internet? Like, could even, like, fathom what the fuck it is? Like, let alone invent it, you know what I mean? Like, that's how different the world was. That's what I, like, I feel like we can't fathom it now. That's true, yeah. But, like, I feel like it's going to be so different. Like, maybe there will be something else crazy that's even crazier than Yeah, honestly, any of our guesses could be right, but we could also be completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we thought we'd have flying cars by now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, um, now, instead of Asian families pushing their kids to become doctors or lawyers, they force their kids to become part of the Intergalactic Council. Or, like, live up in space. That's the new America. Okay, would the world be a better or worse place if everyone looked the same? Oh, I I kind of interpreted it as, like, if everyone looked the same as in the same ethnicity. Oh, not yeah. exactly the same. This this reminds me of, um, not Jimmy Neutron. To me, what's with Very Odd Parents, they had an episode where they were all gray blobs. I forget what happened there. Yeah, it's like, I feel like there's some... Yeah, you know what? Now that you you mention it, this question is framed in a really weird way. Is it, like, everybody looks exa- literally the same, the same? Oh, Or do they okay. look, like, just like everybody... Going off of what you were saying about the same race, that will um, backtrack to Kim and I's opinion on how, at the end of the day, we're still going to box us in some sort of category. Like... It's going to be, like, um, the blondes and brunettes and stuff. And, you know, even though we're all white, our hair color is different. Or um, we're going to grouped, be grouped in, like, height differences. Oh, the short people, the tall people, you know. I don't think it'll make a difference, to be honest, if we were the same race. Yeah, we'll still find something to discriminate yeah. on. For yeah, sure. there will always be otherness or people's behavior. Yeah. But then... It'll... Yeah, the... But then when we switch it to if we all looked exactly the same, yeah, then th- yeah, then how would we differ- even differentiate each other? Like, just like a little, maybe a name on top of your head? A name tag? Yeah. Oh, uh, wait, Flora, we had talked about this before, and I think you had said that if we all looked identical, then it would be easier to control us. Oh, yes. Be- yo, yeah, because... um. We were, Kim was saying, oh, you know, like, in the distant future, everyone will just mix. And then we we will all end up looking the same because, like, everybody would just be mixed. And I'm like, and and I said, oh, no, that would not be an ideal world because then everybody would, like, there would be no diversity in culture, no diversity in just, like, how we look, anything. And that would make it easier for, like, if the society was in a hierarchy, which it usually always is um um it will make it very easy for us to be controlled like think about like how corporations advertise you know if there's a diverse population there would be you know like not everything would cater to everybody but like if everybody looked the same and had this sort of like same culture and like there's no differentiation then they're very people would be very easy to control Mm -hmm. like it would either be like some sort of totalitarianism or like hyper, 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 even more than our world now, capitalistic. Like, oh, like Wally, you know? 
mm-hmm. like the world in Wally. Um, yeah, it would. I don't think it. it would, I think it would be a much worse place, personally. I'm thinking like every time I um, think about this question again, I imagine just like cartoon little like species, and we're just like I guess the whole blob thing. We're kind of just like walking side by side, looking exactly the same. It's kind of cute in my mind. <laughs> I think, but what about differentiation of personality? Because, like, um, you know, if you think about, like, starting out in a world like that as a child, and you go to school, if everybody looked the same, it would just be, like, people would be friends with, like, other people whose personality best matches them, because there'd be no other difference. Like, how much? I wonder if that makes people um, better at reading others if you're focusing on personality i wonder if people like develop more skills and like being more empathetic and stuff like that because they're focusing less on the looks oh true oh yeah and then we can relate to each other better because we look the same yeah but at the same time with empathy i feel like a lot more people might be depressed right because then it's like Oh, I can. I am so easily replaceable. Yeah, and I'm, I I feel like p- powerful individuals in society would be more likely to view people under them as even more disposable, because then they all look the same. And I feel like if you look at it from a macro scale, the way this world works, I feel like it will be like a much worse thing. But I feel like on the micro scale, it would be better. <laughs> It's like, it'll be better until someone is like, oh, let me take advantage of this situation, which there will most likely oh, be yeah, those type of people. Always, yeah. always. Um, all right. So the question I picked is, is privacy a right? In one of my media classes, my media law classes, we had gone over this. Um, I don't know if your privacy is ne- necessarily protected legally, actually. Yeah, because it's like, if someone takes a picture of you that's their image so it's like you can't really sue someone for taking an image of you but is it wrong a hundred percent especially when you have your social media like on public um and you post stuff on it that's kind of i wouldn't call it privacy at that point because you're the one choosing to make it public to the eye well i think there's a difference between what you are willing to share to the public compared to what information people can find because it is very easy to find people's addresses like if you were to google your name and maybe like the town you're from it's like one of the first search options like Mm -hmm. if you were to do that right now there are so many websites that sell your information like people can purchase um, whatever on the website, and then they could like find out where you live, your number, uh, your family members. Like this is all public information, which I feel like is super messed up. Oh, you know what else mm-hmm. is public information? If you go to like any town or city, um, like the town hall or something, city hall, city hall, there's like they have these big books, and you can like look up every single address that's in that like town or county. I think it was a either by by the county or the town and then you can see who's living there now who used to live there and if they paid their taxes or not that year like all of this information that's very personal you can find 
so that's technically public. But I feel like in terms of, like, paying your taxes, like, everyone has to do that, so that's not, like, I mean, does it list anything else? Um, no, I think it's just tax information on who lives where. Because, for instance, right, like, politicians, whatever, it's good to have that type of information, like, are you paying your taxes if you are in right, public but the, office? But, 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 okay, say, so say I went to town, town hall and then I looked up your house, I could see if you guys paid your taxes or not. And we did. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but yeah. I'm saying, like, I am I am a, another citizen. I'm not, like, a part of the government at right. all. I'm just, like, a totally, completely unrelated stranger mm-hmm. say i'm a stranger and then i can see that you guys live at this address how oh, it long, shows your address yeah how okay. long you've lived here and if you if you guys pay your taxes okay yeah the address <laughs> part i am not cool with but like the taxes like okay whatever <laughs> yeah yeah so then that like draws the line of what you think is private or not so privacy is just like information you personally don't want to um tell others but for me, like, what if I don't personally care if people know my address? Would that still be considered privacy? I mean, that, but that's, that's up to you. So I feel like... Yeah, so I think with this question, like, I just, I think it just depends on the person. I don't I feel like everyone should have that right to privacy. Like, because if you think about it, how easy would it be for some, say someone stop, like, wants to stalk you? Yeah, I read, um, so for example, there was like one girl who was streaming or something, and then one guy was able to track down where she lives from the reflection of her glasses, and I feel like if anyone is doing that type of work to like, specifically find out where someone lives, like, that is just creepy, and I think it should be illegal, like, that crosses a huge line, I think. Did that person... But it's like, but if you were to... Sorry? Did that person end up doing anything with the address? Like, go Um, I forget. Her? I forget. But, like, um, I, I've heard of uh, influencers, like, the, the Dolan brothers or something. I believe, like, their, their dad had passed, and then their fans showed up to their funeral. Yeah, like, they found out the location and everything. Um, so, like, that is a huge issue, I think. Is that... Yeah, that's... Yeah, when people go out of their way to dig up this information but if you were to just post your address like that's up to you oh i think of celebrities because they're always saying oh i have a right to privacy and then there's always people arguing no you're in the public eye you made this choice to have this type of career you know you you should always be ready for paparazzi (laughs) you know so i feel like there's always like that side of argument yeah yeah how do you guys feel about paparazzi i feel I can I can understand they're just doing a job, but like at the same time, it's like it's so invasive. It I mean, see, pe- people like eat this up, whatever the paparazzi provides, though. So we can't blame them. We kind of have to blame ourselves. I mean, I think there's a respectful respectful way to go about it. Like I know when some celebrities are like, hey, not right now, man, and people respect that, like, okay, I won't photograph you now, they should listen. Like, if that person tells you, like, I don't want to be taking any pictures of or whatever, like, people should respect that. Or kind of like if you see a celebrity out, like, at dinner or something, and then you really want a picture, right, and they say, like, no, thank you, like, not right now, I think Mm -hmm. it's pretty disrespectful to just go out of your way to kind of impede in someone else's 
like alone time. Yeah, and I'm sure some celebrities love paparazzi too. They love getting their pictures taken and just all the news all over them. Oh yeah, so a lot of them would like actually tip off celebrity like the paparazzi and be like, I'm I'm be here, come take pictures of me. Yeah, a lot of the Kardashians <laughs> did that before, like on their rise to fame. I mean, I'm sure that like. I mean, I, in movies and, like, those Disney movies about, like, people who are famous are always, like, oh, you know, like, this enemy of mine called the pa- paparazzi. And, oh, it makes me think of Princess Diana because, like, she literally died fleeing from paparazzi. It, I, I feel like it gets really dark. Like, it's, she, she, she was fleeing from paparazzi when she died and that, I don't know. And I'm sure they made a lot of money off her death, too. Yeah, that's the messed up part. Mm. Or, like, yeah, for instance, um, when, you know, like, the Kobe Bryant issue and his, like, his daughter, right? So, like, people took pictures of the, the scene, um, like, the, the responding officers. And it was, like, a, a bar or something that they were at. And this dude just shows, he was trying to flirt with a girl and he's like hey you know i have this look at this picture that i took of kobe bryant like that's fucked up that people would do that yeah i mean i feel like a lot of the times like people in pub in the public eye people like a lot of people don't see them as people they're just like Mm -hmm. these icons and then so like when something happens it's like a spectacle Mm -hmm. and so it's it's honestly pretty dehumanizing Yeah, so I feel like everybody should have a basic right to, to privacy. But it's, I feel like from a law, like from the law perspective, that's a very hard line to draw. But I feel like if you if you say no, people should respect that. And I feel like if they cross that line, like you already made your boundaries clear. Oh yeah, but that but that's like social but social acceptable way of behavior. Um, I feel like we already do have that, like, you know, when you forcefully like, get in someone's space, they'll be upset about it, but it's like, what what, what do we enforce, or what do we say, okay, this is not good, this is illegal. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me, um, something, like, more lighthearted, but, like, when, when friends or acquaintances, like, film you doing, like, when you're just out of your mind, right? Like, they just film you doing embarrassing shit to impose for the world to see. It's, like, that's, like, some other type of level of, like, okay, I don't think we're really friends, <laughs> you know? Um, this, this also reminds me, I don't know if you knew this, but I think it was in middle school. Or, no, yeah, it hasn't been middle school. Somehow Farron got a hold of my phone. This is actually embarrassing for me to say, but I don't care. I had a video in there of me <laughs> winking to the camera because I wanted to practice my winking. <laughs> and she sent that video to her phone. And I think the next day she like showed it to me and I got so pissed off. And I think I like cursed for the first time to her. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> she, probably still rem- she probably still remembers this. But yeah, she invaded my privacy by taking my phone and sending that video to her. Okay. Yeah, that's not but right. She's, she's a really good person. That was just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a funny story, but yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's an invasion of privacy. That's not cool. Yeah. 
I feel like it's just not cool to look through someone's phone. Yeah. In general. Yeah, I don't know how that even happened. <laughs> yeah, it's like, or like you give your phone to someone to show them like one picture and then they keep swiping. <laughs> someone saw my nude that way one time. <laughs> they like swiped three times and there was my yeah, nude. Yeah, like, why? I'm like, Girl, no. I wouldn't feel comfortable keeping it on, like, my main photo page. Because, like, you never know. Because, like, it's like you want to show, like, a cute little photo of, like, a doggy. And then you scroll up and it's like, what is that? (laughs) I mean, okay, it was a good nude. So, at the very least. (laughs) I know, yeah, I know. Sometimes you're just like, well, I mean, I look good. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, yeah, no, that's not cool. (laughs) Do you ever think that, like... What of those photos, you know, got spread all over the internet? How would you feel? I mean... Like a nude? I feel like no one would yeah. care because I'm not a famous person. Oh, yeah. That, yeah that's I true. think I'd die a little inside. <laughs> and, like, I would, like, I would contact, like, whatever website. Like, I would go through whatever process it took to get all that shit out. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of my friends, actually, he got scammed. So basically, he was on Tinder, and then he talked. He was talking to this girl for like a week, and then they were like, "Oh, hey, like, do you want a video chat?" And he was like, "Oh, yeah, sure." And then so she started like initiating like a, a, a sex thing, a video sex thing, and so then he was like, "Oh yeah, like this is hot." He was like into her, and then so he jerked off and shit while she like actually you know, like, touched herself. And then, like, as soon as he, like, he came, she left, and then a guy <gasps> came on screen. I was like, I just ha- I just recorded all of that, and I'm gonna send it to all of your friends, everything, um, you know, like, I'm gonna find you on social media and send everything, and put it all over the internet, unless you pay me $900. What? Yeah. And so, like... I remember waking up to, like, because he was, like, sending messages to, like, everyone he knows. He's like, hey, hey, if there's a video that someone sends of me, please don't play it. Because, <laughs> like, he thought about paying the money to the guy, but then he was like, but then he can just extort me for more money. He would still have the video. So then he decided not to pay him. So then, like, to this day, like, yeah, like, there, there's probably a video of him out there just jerking off but they didn't send it to his friends no 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 i haven't gotten it nobody (laughs) in his life has gotten it but like somebody has a video (laughs) yeah i mean i think at that point like i i wouldn't care it's like it's out of my control (laughs) you kind of just accept it i think there were some celebrities who who posted their own nudes because they were getting blackmailed and they're like no i'm taking the power back so i'm just gonna post my own nude (laughs) I think that's fair. I mean, I feel like nudes aren't that shocking nowadays. Yeah. Like, I mean, the only people where I would be afraid to see something like that personally would be, like, my family. Oh, but, yeah. But they don't go on American internet. They stay on the Chinese internet. So I feel like, I'm personally, I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if any of my friends saw, like, a black male nude of me, they would understand and then we would just move on. Yeah. Okay. And the question is, what makes a nude photo bad bad yeah bad oh as in like where you'd be like okay i have to get any trace of this off the internet yes like i think if you're doing like a sexual act yeah 
Yeah, like my friend, my friend had a video of him coming. But what if it? Okay, that <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of disturbing. But what if it like, was just like his a face photo? was in it and everything? Yeah, his face was in it. His dick was in it. Everything was in it. Oh god. <laughs> but what if it like, was just a explicit. photo? Because you know, like everyone like, has what? bodies. Not that I want my body to be shown. I'm just like thinking about this. I've personally, I feel like it's it's the frontal genitalia. That would be the cross- crossing the line for me. Yeah, that was just like exposed out in the open, like yeah, and with my face in it. No, <laughs> with your face. Yeah, frontal genitalia. That is that is like, if my nip- boobs. I don't give a shit. Everybody can see my boobs. <laughs> yeah, like I don't yeah, care. If, if it's my ass, like that's fine. <laughs> so if it was like like I mean, a naked photo of your back, like that would be okay. I mean, I've 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 paraded in the Pride Parade one year with a topless, so like. Uh-huh. I don't give I don't give a shit about my top, but like it's like <laughs> what about your butt? genitalia? I don't. I've, butt is fine. As okay. long as, no asshole though. <laughs> no assholes. <laughs> like, just like just like a butt, like you can't see anything inside. Fine, yeah, uh-huh. whatever. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like the asshole's not even like that much of a sexual thing. Like, it's just a booty. Oh, roll. it is. <laughs> oh, okay. Is is it? It's definitely it's definitely <laughs> a sexual thing. It's well, yeah, it is. But like, I'm just saying, like, I feel like compared to like your vagina, like no, no, no oh, okay. no, it's just a sexual. <laughs> it's okay, Lucy, Lucy. Lucy, what's your answers to these questions? So what was the question, anyways? <laughs> or like, wh- what? Like what lo- What's like crossing the line where like if someone blackmailed you with like a nude, right? Like, what's like some with something you would actually have a problem with? So if I was that dude's in that dude's situation where they're like, oh, I'll send this photo um out and it's like a whole frontal thing and they're like, oh, pay me nine hundred dollars. It was a I, video, yeah. Oh, oh no no oh, oh that video oh oh, oh. <laughs> you look so violated right now. <laughs> like nine hundred dollars. Like if it was a photo, I'll be like, uh, whatever, I don't care, don't bother me. But if it was a video, that's kind of more. Oh, I mean, I want to pay yeah, him. Yeah, that's why I was like. Yeah, I still wouldn't pay him because um, they'll probably ask me for more money, but I would definitely be way more bothered about a video. Photos I can get over. Videos, no. Oh, yeah, like, my friend was, like, in distress for, like, weeks. Like, it was terrible. Like, he actually almost had his credit card out, like... He had his credit card out. He was about to tell the guy the number. He was like, no, no, he's going to extort me for even more money. So, yeah. I mean, I was like, yeah, man, you're brave. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, especially <laughs> if you're going to be pay by card, like, you, you know, you gotta do it by cash. Like, yeah, you no. can't just like, give them your number. Like, they're just gonna take more money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it was all of it was the oh, over the internet. Because, like, I, I don't think the other people were, like, in the same, same city. Mm-hmm. But wait, hold so, on. Like, so, like, I, so he, he was doing this with a girl, right? And then, like... Yeah, it was a Tinder girl, and they had a normal conversation. Uh-huh. And, and so, then, like, so, they were both just, like, jerking it, and then, like, the girl just switches the screen, and then... The girl just, like, leaves, and then a guy comes on. So it was a scam the the, the entire time. Okay, so they were working together on yeah, it. Yeah. So they were in cahoots. So she was probably talking to, like, many, many guys. Uh-huh. And she was... Yeah, she was... He told me he was, like, really... She was really attractive. Oh. So, like... I feel like they probably do. Unfortunately, they probably make a lot of money. Oh yeah. Off of this little scam, because like also it's like not really very traceable because she used a fake name and fake account, fake everything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Also because like he was using his like real account, like they knew his name, mm-hmm. and, like all of his information. 
But they knew but what she like, looked She was showing like, her though. face and everything? Yeah. yeah like, what if Yeah, that's the only thing. Like, mm-hmm. he would know, he knows what she looks like. Mm-hmm. But if the, it doesn't really get you far. Yeah. Unless, like, yeah, I don't know. Unless you just, like, bump into them in the street or something. Yeah. I, mean, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, like, what are the odds of that? Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I would never video sex people that I have never met. Yeah, I was about to say. Especially after hearing that. <laughs> I was going to continue on that conversation, but we're just going to cut it off. We're going to pause it. We strayed so far from philosophy. I know. No, this was fun, though. We can just keep going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm having a fun com- This is a fun conversation for me. Yeah, we haven't really had an episode where we talked about, like, sexual things at all, because I feel like that was territory that we both didn't want to necessarily touch on. Oh, Kim, I don't care. I was waiting for you. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm not comfortable about my own sexual experiences, personally, but I I will talk about the topic, but I won't bring, like, personal situations in. Oh, yeah, no, I think with that, I'll be, um... With my friends, I'm very open about it, but I think in public, that is probably one thing I will be a little bit discreet about. Yeah, not for me. I feel like I wouldn't be discreet about it at all. And I feel like this conversation's (laughs) fine because we're not talking about us personally. We're talking about, like, another person. An anonymous person. Yes, 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 anonymous person. Um, But yeah, me personally, I'm very open. I'm an open book. I don't give a shit. Mm. I love that. (laughs) I wonder if I'll ever reach that point. I mean, it's not even something to reach. It's just the way I am. I don't even think it's, like, a higher level. It's just, like, different people have, like, different... That's true. Wait, so you you would be with. open to talking about it um, in, like, a public recording? Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, wow. I mean, I don't I just really don't care. want people to know that much about me, personally. <laughs> I don't know. The only, I think the only reason why I don't want to talk about it is because my parents. That's the only reason. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I have family who could possibly hear this. Yeah, I have a 14-year-old sister who might be listening right now. I'm so safe. None of, all of my family members are in China. They don't go on American internet. So, like, there could literally be, like, I could literally be, like, a world-famous stripper, and then they wouldn't know about me. That must be so freeing. (laughs) But it it would change your mind if they, like, um, if they read like american news and stuff like that and listen oh yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah it would be that would be different like if my grandparents could like tune in and hear about me being sexual no absolutely not would you do you think they'd care if they found out that you had like an OnlyFans, for instance oh yeah like they mm-hmm. they would be like i i feel like they would view me so differently do you have an OnlyFans? Like, no i don't oh, okay Lucy, can, would can, you ever would i ever now, if, okay, if I was in Flora's situation, hmm, hmm. Yeah, like, no family could really trace you or anything. It's honestly, it's just so much work. <laughs> I wouldn't do it because it's so much work. Yeah, as much as I hate the chi- ch- hate China's firewall, it's given me a huge benefit. <laughs> uh, like, see, but the thing is, I don't even know what I would do, like... Like, I wasn't even comfortable with family finding out about my YouTube channel, and, like, I would I would die if they found out about any, any news or anything. I mean, me and my mom has, has actually gotten open enough to talk about bad sexual experiences. What? Yeah. I've never talked about sex with my parents. Ever. Yeah, like, 
Yeah, she would. T- she would. She. 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 T- she. Like, I was like, oh yeah. Like, what's like the worst you've ever had? And she told me <gasps> all about her. <gasps> what's what's like, your- the, some? Ter- she's had some terrible sex. <laughs> your poor mom. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't even know the exact number. I think she's. Well, no, I mean, not in recent times. When she was de- younger, definitely she's had a higher body count. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, my mom's still single, so. And she knows all about, like, your sexual history. Um, not all about it. Uh-huh. Here's the thing. I'm very open with her. She judges She judges me, though. Like, mm-hmm. she, she'll be like, oh, no, like, this, this is not acceptable behavior. But at the end of the day, she accepts me. She can't stop. Me. Yeah, yeah. She accepts me. She's like, you know, whatever. Like, you're still my daughter. But, like, I'm, I don't like this. <laughs> like, um... At one time, like, she accidentally found out that I was doing BDSM stuff. Because, like, um, I, I was, sh- yeah, she did the scroll phone scrolling thing. And then there was, there was like, a fo- like, a photo of shit I was buying. Because, mm-hmm. like, somebody was um, showing me something. And they were helping me order stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, she was like, oh, what's this? And then I was just honest. I was like, oh, this is what it And then she's like, oh, you were so weird. <laughs> <laughs> And and then she was fine with it, yeah. I mean, it's, like, the same thing with my sexuality. I She knows that I'm queer, but, like, she's, like, every every time it's brought up, she's, like, oh, it's so unnatural. I don't like it. Uh-huh. And then we move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you guys seen the movie, uh, was, uh, th- was it 365 Days? 365 Days? It was... No! Uh, but I, I've heard about it. It is so Like, spicy. a lot of people were... Oh, you gotta watch I it. I haven't heard about it. Oh my gosh. It, it was like blowing up on TikTok at one point because people were like, oh my God, it's so spicy. Yeah. So if you want something spicy to watch, go. But yeah, I think I had started watching it, but then like I got distracted. By what? What could distract you from that movie? <laughs> a, a lot of things. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. So it, it's like a, it's like a foreign, like, um, um, yeah, it's just, very I, I don't even know the premise of it. I just know like people are saying like, oh, this, there's a certain scene that is very, that's getting people very hot. Um, no, it's it's very similar to that. Uh, what's that movie? The other BDSM one. Oh, don't say like Fifty, 50 Shades. Shades. Oh, that's like terrible. That's a terrible representation of BDSM. It horrible. is horrible. You know what? It's like it's like almost anti BDSM because at the end of the story, they stop doing BDSM. Oh, really? I never yeah, got past like, the first because book. they're healed because like. The man is, like, now he's not mentally ill anymore or whatever, so now he doesn't need to do BDSM, so now they're, like, a normal couple who's rich. <laughs> oh, you know what? I I accidentally read that book, like, completely blind. Okay, so, like, <laughs> I, oh my God. I was at, like, Borders or, like, Books a Million or something, and I had seen it on, like, the bestseller list. I'm like, ooh, what is this? Because it in very tiny font in the back, it probably said, like, explicit, but, like, if you read the summary like it's not gonna say much right and so um i was with my dad at sam's club and it was on sale and i asked my dad to <laughs> buy it for me but like meanwhile so yeah like when i was at books a million there's like an old woman like just staring at me like looking at this book yeah. and, like now i understand why that's like an experience only having like an immigrant parent <laughs> some, you know like that's an immigrant parent experience no, no, no white kids would have that experience. Yeah, I think I read it when I was, like, 14 or something like that. Oh, yeah, like, I read it at, like, 15. But at the time, I was, like, I was already into that stuff. Uh-huh. So I was already exposed to other forms of it. And I was, like, this is a terrible representation. Like, 
she's like afraid to use the safe word like what <laughs> the writing was terrible it, it was, it was terrible. it's it's twilight fan fiction and like i was like when the movie came out you know dakota johnson was playing the main character i was like dakota is so much better than this what, what the fuck what the fuck who the fuck is her agent she needs to fire her agent <laughs> I heard it put a strain on the relationship of the the main actor, because he was married at the time. I think. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like. Mm, would you like even if? Would you let your husband do that? If, oh, like tie you up and shit. No 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh like you mean if what? if I was like married to an actor? Yeah, I feel like there should be a fine line. I mean like. That's a completely professional setting, so I feel like, no, I wouldn't have an issue with that. Because it's not like they're actually having sex. I mean, there's a lot of movies with a lot of sex scenes. Yeah, like, because have you guys, um like, seen, like, behind the scenes of, like, how sex scenes are shot? It's, like... They're so unsexy. Yeah, like, the cameraman's, like, standing on top of you, you know? <laughs> and then you just have to, like, pretend to hump the camera. Like, that that's, like, the reality of it. So, like, no, it's, I wouldn't have as much of an issue. It's not even the issue with shooting the scenes. It's more so, like, think about it. If you're in a marriage and then somebody's doing a high-profile movie, there's going to be fans. There's going to be toxic people watching the movie. Yeah. And they're going to ship the two main characters' actors. Mm-hmm. And then, so, like, well, you're going to have to deal with that. You're going to have to deal with the general public, like throwing hate towards you maybe even to like, the extreme of sending you death threats because you know you're you stand in the way of like their ship mm-hmm. like that kind of thing and i feel like if i was someone who wasn't ready for that who wasn't prepared for that to be a part of my life and then like my partner didn't care and then took the job and then i didn't even like consult try, you or anything yeah consult me or even yeah that's like a total life change for a very you know like near foreseeable future future i feel like that would be more of a reason to have a problem with not Mm. really the actual sex scenes would you guys watch that movie if your partner was like in it yeah you would watch it yeah because i mean that's that's their art why wouldn't i watch it true true you know because they're playing a different character that's not them Mm -hmm. I, I would be too jealous. I'm, like, the least jealous mm-hmm. person, like, in relationships. I do not get jealous. Well, maybe because the one long relationship I've had, mm-hmm. I was very secure in that, like, there was not even, like, an ounce of doubt that he would be faithful. So, like, maybe it would be different if, like, I was with someone who... I, I experienced being with someone who was more questionable in that mm-hmm. department. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd watch it because I'm curious, but I might feel some type of way during the entire movie, but that's the reality But of it. what if they're in, like, a totally weird kind of character where they're the opposite of how they actually are? I feel like that, yeah, that'll make it easier to consume. Yeah. Or, like, oh, or what if, like, the person that they are portraying in the movie is actually a better lover than how they are in person (laughs) and like then you're fantasizing about your partner in an acting role that's true but then you see them in real life and you're just very disappointed (laughs) yeah like having high expectations i mean like i i read this like stupid it was like some clickbait thing um on like Adam Sandler, so he kept she so he's shot many many movies with Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. where where they play each other's romantic interest, and then so like then, 
you know, like what he like the more recent one that he shot with her, um, his his wife I was actually like in an article saying, oh yeah, I encouraged, I told him that he has to be super romantic, he has to make it really good because like that's what the fans are there for, you know, you and Drew Barrymore. I'm like, damn woman, you are so secure in your marriage, like. And he was, she was actually encouraging um, him to you know, do do better on the romance part of the movie. <laughs> I think that's a good partner because they respect your art and they know that it's professional. Yeah. 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 And so I think, yeah, not everybody would be able to take that sort of, sort of like heat in a relationship, but. That concludes this episode of Lucid in Translation. This has been Kim, Lucy, and Flora. Flora, do you want to quickly plug your socials? Um, yes, so my Instagram is at diseased.bear and uh, my website is florazirejewelry.com. Yeah, if you guys missed the first episode, first of all, how dare you? But second of all, second of all, Flora is an amazing artist and jeweler, so check out all of her amazing creations. We will also list this information in the description. If you guys would like to check out the rest of our content, we have Instagram. YouTube, all at Lucid Translation. Feel free to reach out to us at lucidintranslation at gmail.com. Give us five stars, leave a comment, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye!